All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports. Yes, it is today, January 6th, 2022, exactly one year after U.S. Capitol riots. And uh, listen, there's no way to sugarcoat uh, last January 6th. It was an ugly day. A large number of people did a lot of stupid, criminal, bad things. They shouldn't be assaulting police officers. They shouldn't be storming the Capitol. And as a result, there are 700 people who have been prosecuted and some remain in prison, some are going to prison. And that is the appropriate response. If you punch a police officer, strike a police officer, deface, ruin, harm U.S. government property, you are going to get punished because that's what law and order societies do to people who do that. But Today, President Biden tried to equate January 6th with Pearl Harbor and 9-11. And with all due respect to the president, it was a great fire and brimstone speech for about 30% of the country. The hard left would have loved this speech. But on a day like today, a one-year anniversary of a negative event, you should speak to the entire country. And uh, President Biden did not do that. He chose to make this a backward-leaning attack on Donald Trump, maybe because Donald Trump is still in his head, still scaring him about 2022 or 2024. But this country needed a path forward. Americans are in the midst of surging COVID, surging inflation, surging crime, surging illegal immigration. They're looking to their president for answers. They're looking to a path for the future for fixing these things. And instead, Joe Biden used today to put everybody's gaze on the rearview mirror. And here's a danger. If you keep gazing in your rearview mirror all day long, you know what happens? You end up crashing into someone in front of you. And I think today's speech, while getting the faithful at MSNBC and CNN excited, didn't do much to first address the wrongdoing, how we move past the divisions of last year. Um, instead, it just widened the divisions between the left and the right, the independents, and a large part of the country could take nothing away from the speech. But as we look back, just from a factual standpoint, let's just be clear. First, the 
number of deaths, destruction, injuries on January 6th compared to the summer riots across many, many urban areas, not even close. Compared to the wave of violent crime in cities like Atlanta and Chicago, not even close. And it is insulting to those who gave their lives at the World Trade Center or the Pentagon or at Pearl Harbor to suggest that those days of infamy where more than two or 3,000 Americans died are somehow equated to a bunch of idiots running through the Capitol, defacing things, striking police, all of this criminal, condemnable criminal acts. And I know there's a lot of people on the right say, well, you're just too tough. No, I'm not. You can't be a law and order conservative if you don't condemn what happened that day. Anger, frustration, desire to change the election, all fine. But once you cross the line of criminality, you get what you deserve. And uh, unlike Tucker Carlson and others, I can't feel particularly sorry for those who committed those crimes. Is there an overwhelming difference in the way they're being punished versus the summer 2020 perps? Absolutely. Is there a dual justice system? Absolutely. Those are legitimate criticisms that ought to be addressed. But listen, the people who did what they did, good-hearted, bad-hearted, crazy, silly, emotional, they committed crimes. They should get punished. It's just that simple. We need to move on from that. Likewise, equating that to the incredible attack by the Japanese on Pearl Harbor or the incredible attack of Al-Qaeda on World Trade Center on four planes and the Pentagon, it's not the same category. And most Americans see that. And most Americans were looking today for a president who could speak to a country that's in the midst of the largest COVID crisis. It's had yet a million plus cases a day this week. Never reached those numbers under Donald Trump, although there were breaking news headlines back then. Today, there are hardly any. There are inflation, job losses. A record number of Americans are dropping from the workplace. They're looking for a president who can find concession and conciliation and agreement on how we can fix this country. And instead, they got a hard left MSNBC answer on the one-year anniversary of January 6th. That's just the truth. There's no facts. There's no opinion in this. It's just factual. Now, today we've got two amazing guests for you. Buckle up. First off, we don't want to let January 6th pass, the one-year anniversary, without talking to someone about what we still don't know about the security lapses, the security posture of the U.S. Capitol. And joining us in just a few seconds will be Congressman Rodney Davis of Illinois. He is the ranking Republican on the House Administration Committee, the person who has the most insight into the posture, security posture of the U.S. Capitol. And we're going to ask him what's unanswered and what is it. We'll also ask him his reaction to the president's speech today, President Trump's reaction to it. An interesting opportunity to get some real live reaction from someone who was in the Capitol that day and responsible as a ranking member for the Capitol Security on House Administration Committee. Then I will take a break and we'll come back and we're going to talk to former Congressman Lou Bartoletta. He is running for governor in Pennsylvania and he is the man if you were reading us and listening to us over Christmas, who uncovered the illegal immigration smuggling operation that the United States government and nonprofits engaged in to bring illegal aliens into central Pennsylvania, into Scranton, Hazleton, all of the great coal country and energy cities in the great state of Pennsylvania. He's going to tell us how he uncovered it, what's going on, what's the reaction of the locals, how can it have an impact on the 2022 election and beyond. So two great guests. 
current congressman Rodney Davis, followed by former congressman and current governor for Pennsylvania candidate Lou Barletta. We're going to have both of them here in just a second. But let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll have Rodney Davis, congressman from Illinois, up next. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, a man who I think wrote the most important letter in all of Washington this week. Joining me right now is Congress Congressman Rodney Davis from the great state of Illinois. Congressman, welcome here. 
Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the time. Well, this is a, is such an important issue. You have been a consistent and persistent voice in trying to get the American people answers about what the Capitol security posture was, what Nancy Pelosi and the House Sergeant at Arms and the Capitol Police Chief knew, and you keep getting thwarted. What is that like to not be able to get basic answers as a member in the institution whose own security is affected by these decisions? Well, it's very frustrating. As a matter of fact, you know, this isn't new. We've been asking for this information and these communications from the Speaker's own appointed Sergeant at Arms. And remember, John, the Capitol Police Chief, the Chief of the Capitol Police, the way the security is set up around the Capitol, he or she cannot make the final security decision without going to the political appointees like Speaker Pelosi's Sergeant at Arms. All we ever ask for is, we want communications leading up to and on January 6th. We want them to be preserved and we want them to be turned over to us because my job, my job is to make sure that the Capitol is secure. And it's laughable to think that that's not germane to making sure that we don't make those same mistakes again. Yeah. And that's really what you want to do. We want to learn from the, what happened that day so we can become a more secure Capitol, just like we did after 9-11, right? That's your primary goal here. That's my only goal. That's yeah. my job. Look, I'm in the minority right now. I'm the lead Republican on on the House Admin Committee. Right. But I fully expect to be chairman when we take the majority. And I guarantee you, we will get these communications. But by then, it's two years past the time when the American people should have seen what did or in many cases did not happen to prepare our cops and our security apparatus prior to January 6th. Yeah, that's such an important thing. Now, you've done a lot of investigative work. We've covered it all at Just the News. You've had a lot of great revelations. As you look at the, the body of evidence you have been able to get, despite the stonewalling from the speaker and her, her folks, uh, what is the storyline of the uh, of the Capitol security failures that people should know? What, what are the things you're certain of after all the work you've done? Well, thank you for that. And thanks for following what we're doing because the the, the certainty we have is that politics played a role leading up to security and the security posture on January 6th and before January 6th. Remember, in my capacity, I got a security briefing the day before from the Capitol Police. Trust me, there was nothing in that briefing that would have indicated that we would have had the violence we saw on January 6th. And and we Republicans condemn all that violence. You do, every day. in the end, we have have seen investigations by the Capitol Police Inspector General We have seen conflicting testimony in front of the Senate committees of jurisdiction between then Capitol Police Chief Steve Sun and then Sergeant at Arms Paul Irving. And when all we do, and when the Senate too asks for communications to verify what Paul Irving's saying, the speaker's appointed general counsel says, no, we cannot have them. They will not comply and give that info to us. At a time when the speaker through the sham select committee is asking and getting voluntarily thousands of communications from people who are no longer employed by government. She is denying the Committee of Jurisdiction access to government communications. What is she hiding? Yeah. What? Uh, let's zero in on the Sun-Irving conflict because it's a very important one in terms of what was told to them or what they were worried about. Obviously, they didn't brief this to members when you went to the briefing, but they seem to have a worry and they seem to be asking for some assets and got turned down. Describe why the Sund-Irving conflict is so important to resolving the questions. Well, let's let's also take it a step back, too, because the Sund-Irving conflict originated post-January 6th. Right. When the Senate committees of jurisdiction were doing their job, 
the Senate actually, through their Senate Rules Committee, which is our their counterpart right. to our House Administration Committee, they did their own investigation. And everybody cooperated. The Senate Sergeant-at-Arms turned over communications. But the House Sergeant-at-Arms, when Steve Sun, then the chief of police, said that he had requested the National Guard, Paul Irving directly conflicted that assessment at the witness table. And the senators asked, can you provide us communication, the same communications I've asked for on the House side? And his response was, I'll have to talk to the general counsel. And the general counsel denied the senators the same information to prove if Paul Irving was lying or not. It's amazing that the same group wants to demand transparency, the rest of the witness, and I get that, that's important for oversight, but they can't give the same transparency that they demand of the witnesses. The conflict is just so obvious. We know from Cash Patel, who was at the Pentagon at the time, that there was an offer made on the 4th, the 5th, that, hey, if you need the National Guard, we'll whip them up, they'll be there early. What do you think happened after that offer came in and was made to the police or whoever it was delivered to? What do you best based on the best information you've been able to gather, understanding their gaps? Uh, what do you think happened to that offer? Well, based upon the fact that the Capitol Police complied with our request, and we've seen in emails in the Inspector General's report, we heard the word optics, and what the optics word in testimony and public and, and, and public articles has come from Paul Irving the House Sergeant at Arms at the time. Remember, he answers directly to Speaker, Speaker Pelosi, Pelosi right? Speaker Pelosi's team. So they were obviously concerned about the optics of the National Guard. There is absolutely no reason that the, granted, we know there were intelligence analysis failures at the Capitol Police. Right. And frankly, John, I don't think those have been corrected yet. Yeah, you have a real the concern about that, failures, don't you? I do. I do. Because our job is to protect the Capitol and they are making failure. They are making the same bad decisions. So in the end, in the end, what we see is the inability for the cap police to be able to make those decisions without going through the political appointees and the Capitol police board that has the final say on the security posture around the Capitol and the Capitol police board, John, for your listeners, is made up of the Senate Sergeant at Arms, whose office was cooperative, the architect of the Capitol, who's been mostly cooperative, and the House Sergeant at Arms. And when one of those three objects, there's usually an objection. Um, But those objections by the architect of the Capitol, when he said it was absurd that Paul Irving asked him to remove bike racks on January 5th, he was summarily told, you remove those bike racks. Why? That's fascinating. Wow. Yeah, I mean, these are why the, it's and it's hard to believe we're a year later. We don't have the answers to something as basic as that. Is there a belief? I've, I've talked to some Republicans, maybe Jim Jordan, people like that, who kind of feel like the, the concern or the possibility is the idea of bringing the National Guard in did get to Nancy Pelosi and then it just got poo-pooed. And that's why they don't want to release the communication. Is that one of the operating theories that Republicans have right now? Uh, I, I think we can speculate on many theories, and that would be one that I would say is, is, is credible. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, we've, we've, we've got to get access to that information. And if, and if she wasn't hiding anything, then we would have that. And that's what's frustrating to me, and I think it should be very frustrating to the American people. 
Yeah, it's so different from the way Republicans and Democrats acted after 9-11, right? You had the amazing Lee Hamilton and Tom Keene, Republican, Democrat. They worked together so closely. And their goal was to get everybody the same information because America deserved it after a tragic event. And here there just seems to be so much politics. When you step back, you listen to the president's speech today, you heard what he said. What's your reaction to what President Biden and Kamala Harris said about comparing January 6th to Pearl Harbor 9-11? Well, the violence that happened on January 6th is unacceptable, but in no way is it comparable to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. And also understand, I saw political violence up close. I had to run from bullets on a baseball field by a crazy gunman inspired by Bernie Sanders. That's right. We forget that. That's right. You were there the day with Steve Scalise, yes? Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, obviously uh, terrifying, and and I don't ever want to see that happen again, but... uh, those are the types of things that we've got to address and as the American people and make sure they never happen again. Yeah, well, I know you've got the determination. That's why that letter this week is so important. Last question. I know you're, you're, you're in this unusual yep, circumstance in Illinois where they, they've collapsed two districts. You're up against Miller. Uh, President Trump obviously has endorsed her. But what do you think of that race? And what, you feel confident about all the endorsements you are getting? Well, I feel very confident about yeah. what we're doing. Uh, to, to win this new district. It's a district I'm very familiar with and one yeah. that I'm, I'm going to continue to, uh, to campaign in and one that we're going to win. And, and, you know, we're going to keep talking about what matters the most. Yeah, that's, that's the key thing is being able to understand that and know. Well, sir, I, I know you're real busy. The, the sounds like a call for action is there. So I, I want to yeah. let you go. I want to thank you so much for the time today. And we're going to follow every step of this investigation until you get the answers for the American people you're seeking. Thanks, John. You take care. You as well, sir. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. You too. Bye. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have an extraordinary conversation about illegal aliens being shipped into Pennsylvania, not by drug uh, gangs, not by MS-13, by the United States government and nonprofits working under the color of the U.S. government. An incredible story with former Congressman Lou Barletta. You want to hear this right after this commercial break. It's an eye opener. We'll be right back. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks. Welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, somebody that over the holidays really broke open a wide, uh, wide, eye-wide-opening story about the federal government's role in trafficking illegal immigrants into the heartland of America, in this case, into coal country, right in the middle of Pennsylvania. Joining me right now is the former mayor of Hazleton, Pennsylvania, former congressman, and now a Republican candidate for Pennsylvania Governor Lou Barletta. Uh, congressman, good to have you on the show. Nice to talk to you, John. Thank you. This is an amazing story. When we when we put it up on Just the News, it soared to the top and it stayed there for two or three days because people really get what's going on now. Their government, their governors, local democratic machinery, they're taking illegal immigrants who shouldn't be in the store, uh, states anyways and moving them up to the Texas border and dropping into middle America like in your backyard. How did you find us? It's such a great story of how you uncovered this trafficking operation. Yeah, well, actually, I had a source that, that contacted me and said that um, they were watching FlightAware, which is which is how you can track planes right. as they're as they're flying. And uh, they found the plane uh, coming from El Paso uh, into Wilkes-Barre Scranton Airport, and they took a screenshot of it. Uh, after the plane landed, all the information disappeared as if the flight never happened. The tail number, the the, the manifest, the flight manifest. Nothing there. Uh, buses were uh, were waiting for the airport. They people came off the plane onto the buses and away they went. Uh, we've after uh, and then Bob Cadero, on, uh, talk show host on WILK, also uh, broke the story, and we found out that on December 11th they also had a plane fly into Wilkes-Barre Scranton at night. Uh, I immediately called. Uh, uh, out Governor Wolf and, and Attorney General Shapiro to please explain to the people of Pennsylvania if they knew about this, uh, if the people on the plane were actually vaccinated, if they have proof of vaccinations, uh, did they have background investigations done? Because we know gang members, MS-13 and others are coming in through the southern border. And of all things, where are they taking them? What communities are they going to? What schools, if they're minors, will will, will they be going to? And I got crickets for an answer, uh, and the only thing I got was two more planes on Christmas night, uh, where we were able to take uh, photos uh, of the plane for proof. And again, off they went. And uh, after the public found out about it, they switched the flights, the, the ghost flights from Wilkes-Barre Scranton, and took them to Allentown, where again we had someone take a picture of the uh, the plane and the buses. And they came New Year's night. John, why the secrecy? Why would you move people from the border on Christmas night, New Year's night, when you think nobody's watching? Yeah, it, it is remarkable. And, you know, this is an area of the country that's been hit hard by the energy crisis. It's been hit hard by inflation, uh, by labor shortages, um, by the pandemic. And uh, now a new crisis of humanity of people coming in who have needs and they're going to put pressure on the social welfare system are just trafficking in. There's no warning. There's no accountability. There's no transparency. How are local people reacting to this? Well, they're, they're outraged. They're literally outraged that, that this is happening. And, and we did not get a good answer other than from Health and Human Services, who sponsor the flights, 
who said these were minors, unaccompanied children who were being reunited with family members. I can tell you for a fact there were adults there. And if all of this is in the up and up, then why the secrecy? Why not tell us what communities they are? Why not show the people that they, and I'm not only talking about COVID vaccinations, John, I'm talking about to enter our schools in Pennsylvania. It is under Pennsylvania law that you have to have vaccinations for polio, for hepatitis, measles, mumps, chickenpox. Do we know any of this? Are, you know, are, are our children being put in danger? And the only thing Governor Wolf and Shapiro said is they threw their hands up attacked me for bringing it out yeah. and said, this isn't our problem. This is the federal government. You should know better. Uh, I did serve on Homeland Security, and I do know better. But I also know that the governor and the attorney general have a responsibility to protect us. And they are the only two who could have pushed back on Biden as to why you bringing that border crisis to Pennsylvania, putting Pennsylvanians at risk. Yeah, they acted as though they have no power, but you can go to another state like Florida or Texas and you can see the governors there pushing back and, and using their federal right, federalism rights or state rights to push back. But in this case, uh, the, I, I assume the governor and attorney general, both Democrats, they're OK with this anyways, right? Because it's in, in an ideological fit for them, right? Uh, uh, no, no question about it. They see nothing wrong at the border. Uh, they, you know, they, they don't have a problem bringing those problems here for us to deal with. And, you know, I've, I've been fighting illegal immigration for a long time, back to my time as mayor of Hazelden, right. when I created the first law in, in the country, uh, because I saw the effects it has on the community when you don't know who that person is. I mean, I, I remember we arrested a guy for selling cocaine on a playground, a playground I grew up on. Uh, it took our detectives five hours to determine who he was. He had five social security cards. So we have no idea that that person is who they say they are. It's amazing. We know fentanyl is coming into our country right. from that southern border. Uh, we know the drug cartel are using, you know, using this as a way to get into our communities. How does this benefit anyone in Pennsylvania by bringing people from the border at nighttime on Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, no, it is a remarkable thing. Now, you're running for governor. You're going to challenge. Uh, first, you got to win the Republican nomination, but you want to challenge Governor Wolf. Um, describe the difference in philosophies between you and the Republican Party and what we see with the governor and President Biden on this very issue. I mean, a very stark differences. There is. It's night and day. And actually, it'll be Attorney General Shapiro because Governor That's Wolf right. is term limited. That's right. My fault. Yeah. And what you'll have is even worse, more liberalism than than Governor Wolf. I mean, look at Philadelphia. Look what's happened to Philadelphia. You know, how how has Josh Shapiro kept the people of Philadelphia safe? You know, they they set a record in murders and crime. Nobody feels uh, safe in in that community anymore, in that city anymore. It's a sanctuary city. Um, So how is he going to, you know, how is he going to keep us safe? You know, energy is, is, is our is our golden ticket here in Pennsylvania. Right. We have more natural gas here than, than countries have. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not able to get it out to the market because Governor Wolf wants to put us into a regional greenhouse gas initiative, Reggie, it's called, with 11 other states that will basically kill our natural gas industry. And Josh Shapiro will do the same thing. So our future will be, you know, again, of more government control, more lockdowns, more shutdowns, less freedom, uh, will be less safe. That's not going to happen under a Lou Barletta administration. I'm going to enforce the rule of law. I'm going to open up 
our energy to the world. It's going to create jobs here. We're going to be a freedom-loving state. I believe people you know, know better about what's best, how to educate your children than, than a politician. We will never teach critical race theory uh, under my administration. And we're going to respect the law enforcement who have been literally trampled on by, by the Wolf administration. So it's night and day, you know, how our lives will change depending on the next election. Yeah, it's it's really remarkable to, um, you know, people say elections give stark choices. There are very stark choices coming out in the 2022 election. I want to go back to this illegal immigration thing because one of the challenges now is we know it's going on because we've got these episodic proofs like the good work you and your whistleblowers and the airport and others did uh, in in Pennsylvania. But it seems to me getting a full accounting is perhaps the single most important thing we can do. There are federal resources that have been used. Uh, do you think there's a way through FOIA, through uh, congressional oversight, if Republicans were to get control of Congress, to get the Americans a full map of where have these people been uh, gone? Who are these people? Should they have been really kept in Mexico under the Remain in Mexico protocol? Uh, it seems like that would be a really valuable national project to to achieve. What are, what are the levers that, as someone who's been in Congress before, what are the levers that we can get maybe some of that information out from? Well, that, there's no question. Congress, you know, has the power to, uh, uh, through, through their hearings, again, I, I, I served on uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security Committee. So I understand totally what information that you could get. And, you know, if people read the 9-11 commission report, it was a, a commission report that, that Congress had uh, had put together so that we never have another 9-11 again. Yeah. It's very clear that securing our borders and knowing the backgrounds of who's coming in. You know, if, if you're getting on a plane and somebody wants to go around, you know, the TSA agent, do you feel safe? Uh, how do you know that that person is who they say they are, that they're not affiliated with MS-13 or the drug cartel or terrorists? And, and why would you put our people here in Pennsylvania? I'm running for governor because I said we, we can protect ourselves one state at a time. Same way Florida's doing, same way Texas is doing. We can do that here in Pennsylvania. If there is not a firewall between Joe Biden and his liberal administration and the people of Pennsylvania, if, if our governor is not a firewall to push back, our lives will, will be entirely different here in Pennsylvania. And we're, we're going to see more people leaving. We're losing population now. And, and we'll see more people leaving. And, and you know what happens when our jobs leave Pennsylvania, John? So do our children and yeah. so do our grandchildren. The people vote and with their feet. All gonna, that's all going to stop. Yeah. You see the flight out of Illinois, out of uh, California, people are rejecting these policies because of the personal consequences to their family, and they're moving to friendlier states like Texas and like Florida and Alabama, and, and uh, it's remarkable. But the ultimate statement is when people start voting with their feet and leaving. What do you think is, uh, as you step back now, you've got a, a, a big election next year. What, uh, this year, later this year, uh, what do you think the um, the question when Americans go to the ballot box uh, in November, what's the question they're going to ask that's going to turn that election, make that election a crystal clear outcome? Do they like the direction our country and our state is going in in the last uh, in the last year? I mean, we saw Governor Wolf literally picking and choosing what businesses had to close. <clears throat> um, he kept our kids. He stole one year of education away from our children when science didn't back him up. We don't know the long-term effects of that. 
And then he put, I mean, how many lives were lost? He put COVID positive seniors in nursing homes when we knew our elderly were, were our most vulnerable. Right. Uh, do, do we want more of that? Do we want to lose an opportunity to keep our good jobs here in Pennsylvania? Do we want more crime like Philadelphia? Do we want government literally shutting your business down again? I mean, I'm, I'm scared to death that that's going to happen again. And, you know, we're, we're going to look and, and government's going to tell you, you have to take a vaccine. You have to take something, even if you don't want, want it, even if you don't believe in it. You know, we lost our freedoms. We literally lost our freedoms. And, and, and with that, many people lost their livelihoods. Yep. And we're still dealing with the same COVID. In fact, we're dealing with more COVID now than we dealt with a year ago. It's um, We can't even get tests. Yep. He they criticized the, the Trump administration. We Trump got vaccines faster than we can get a test kit. Try to get a test kit here in Pennsylvania. You can't. People are standing in line. How did they not see this coming? How, how critical they were of the Trump administration who ended up get, getting us three vaccines. We can't even get a test kit to find out if you have COVID. Yeah. Well, Lou, this is going to be an amazing year to watch. It's such an important election, Pennsylvania. All eyes are going to be on it. And um, we're going to be staying in touch with this. If you get more information on this um, illegal alien trafficking operation, we want to know about it. We're going to stay on it. But we want to thank you for getting the public alerted to this and and bringing it to our attention. It is such an important thing. And it's probably going on in communities all across America. We got to to get a, a handle on it. There's no doubt about it. And you've helped move the debate in a very big way. No, thank you, John. People can follow me on LouBarletta.com. Uh, we're going to stay on top of this. I think people of Pennsylvania have a right to know where people from the border have been taken here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, such an important thing. And that's a great place to go for information. Uh, Congressman is doing a lot of great work there. Sir, it was an honor to have you on. We look forward to getting you back on again soon. Thanks, John. I'll talk to you again. Thank, thank you. you. Happy New Year. All Happy right, New folks. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So grateful you can join. A big thanks to former Congressman Lou Barletta, as well as Congressman Rodney Davis for joining us today important guests, important things, two amazing stories. January 6th, the U.S. Capitol's continued security posture. Do we have it right? And two, why are we trafficking? Why is the United States government involved in trafficking illegal aliens from the border who don't belong here, who should have been kept on the other side of the border under the Remain in Mexico policy? And why are they taking them to places like Scranton, Pennsylvania? Well, former Congressman Lou Barletta really 
gave us a great rundown there as to what's going on. All right, folks, so glad you could join us. So grateful. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. I'll tell you who we got. We got a great guest. Dial in for this. This is a buckle your seatbelt day. Yale epidemiologist Harvey Rich is here. He has been a thorn in the side of Dr. Anthony Fauci. He believes that we mishandled this pandemic. You're going to hear why tomorrow, the whole hour tomorrow, with Harvey Rich, one of the greatest and most respected epidemiologists in the entire world from Yale University. He's a pro-vaccine guy. He's all those, but you know what? He says we got it wrong. We got it wrong on hydroxychloroquine. Got it wrong on ivermectin. Got it wrong on the public policy approach. You're going to hear from him why he thinks that one of the most cogent voices in science and medicine today. That'll be our guest tomorrow. So tune in. Good way to end a great week here in Washington. Until then, may God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country, the United States. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. God bless and good night. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.